You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a Doggy Dog World is brought to you by Dog.com. For everything and anything dog, shop Dog.com today for all the top brands. Greenies, Frontline, Kong, Nylabone, Royal Canin, and more. Shop at Dog.com and use the promo code SADDOGGY, S-A-D-D-O-G-G-Y, and get $15 off your order of $75 or more. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of the TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert, and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today are my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do? One of these days I'm going to reverse the names and you two aren't going to know what to do. <laughs> Checking to see if we're really listening. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, well, today we're going to talk about two issues that were suggested by two of Kindred Spirits trainers, one of which is obesity in dogs, and the other one is dogs who won't gain weight. And interestingly enough, the uh, one about dogs who won't gain weight is by one of our trainers who has a German Shepherd, (laughs) and we know that's an issue with that breed Uh at times. But let's talk about both of those because, in amazingly, they are closely related. I'd love to have the problem of not being able to gain weight, but uh, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so take a listen to our sponsors. We'll be right back. We'll talk about obesity first, and then we'll talk about those dogs who won't gain weight on the second half of the show. So stay tuned. Sit. Day. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. At Petco, we really love pets. There isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code DOGGY, D-O-G-G-Y, and save 10% on orders of $65 or more, plus free shipping at Petco.com. Celebrate your special occasion and give her this classic semi-eternity band created with one-carat brilliant diamonds channel set in 14-carat white gold. Exclusively yours from ice.com. Free shipping over $150, free returns, and 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to ice.com and use promo code ACTFP and get 20% off your purchase. Or use promo code ADTFP and get 20% off at diamond.com. 
ice.com or diamond.com. Get 20% off from Pet Life Radio. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit PetLifeRadio.com. Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed or email us at PetLifeRadio.com. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Hi, this is Tim Link, host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Join me as we feature interviews with best-selling pet-related authors, award-winning writers, journalists, and bloggers. And we'll tell stories about the animals and interesting topics about the animals in our lives. Each of the interviews will give you a first-hand knowledge about why the authors and writers chose a particular story, what the feature animals meant to them, and what has become of those animals that we've talked about. And of course, I'll also share stories from my own books, blogs, articles, and experiences. So be sure to join me and the writers and authors on Animal Rights. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I think all three of us have had dogs who have had weight issues. I know Gina puts it on easily. Riker will gain weight in a heartbeat. Yeah, Uh, Logan's my one that gains weight if I don't watch him. Oh, that's interesting because his brother Bashir doesn't. Yeah, Logan will. Yeah. Of course, you know, in my household, my husband can eat an entire half gallon of ice cream and not gain an ounce. I look at it and I gain weight. No, he just the next day and lost the 10 pounds he put on the two. Yeah. So... So I certainly understand the difference. But there's a lot of things that can lead to weight gain. And, of of course, the first ones we think of, the first ones I think of, is eating too much. You take in too many calories. Or the wrong kind of food. Or the wrong kind of food. You don't exercise enough, and the dog can gain weight. Right. I control Riker's weight gain, or to keep him steady, by limiting his food. If he's got a very, very busy day or has had a busy day, I'll give him a little bit more at dinner. But otherwise, I watch it pretty good because with his severe hip dysplasia, he can't exercise really hard. That's the other half. I mean, it's it always comes down to energy minus exercise equals weight. Mm-hmm. So you either up the exercise or lower the food intake, mm-hmm. caloric value, mm-hmm. to maintain the weight. And as because I had... Minor toe surgery, but it's affected my ability to exercise for the last couple of months. Have I noticed it? Oh, yes. Well, I <laughs> can't walk as much. I can't exercise. But your mood same. also. Yeah. <laughs> and then the lack of exercise and the gaining a way to change my mood. Of course. Sure. Yeah. But it was very frustrating not to be able to exercise as much because of the pain of the foot. Right. Foot. Um, feet. Feet. Both feet. <laughs> yeah, both feet. <laughs> But that's the problem with Riker. Mm -hmm. He would love to eat more, and he could probably exercise more, except that he just can't exercise without the pain. Same problem I have with my Rottweiler Gina. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and of course, your roommate who thinks food is love. Yes. And and (laughs) Gina has a very well-trained to be a vending machine (laughs) and produce food at the poke of a nose. 
So I've recently started trying to up her exercise as well, but I have to be very slow and careful about it mm-hmm. because of her back arthritis. Mm-hmm. So anyway, at least once when we start talking to students in a class about food, somebody will raise their hand and say, well, how much should I feed my dog? Right. And they want a magic answer. Right. Well, your dog is 75 pounds. You should feed him a cup and a half. Right. Right. There's too many variables. There is. Exactly. No, this much. I doubt that I feed the same amount any two given nights of the week. Right. For several reasons. One, my dogs do primarily eat the Honest Kitchen foods, but it depends on how active they've been on a particular day. Mm Mm-hmm. It depends on whether they were casually playing or we went out for a bike ride and they ran alongside the bike on the Springer. Whether they came here to the training yard and worked all day on a Saturday. Got a lot of treats. Got a lot of treats. Got a lot yeah. more exercise. Yeah. It whether also, it's winter or summer. Whether it's yeah. winter or summer. Like when we uh, had those rains there for a few days. Oh, everybody got cut back. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah exactly. and their food got cut back also because I was giving them food dispensing toys to keep them occupied. Right. So dinner was a little less because they got the food dispensing toys. So it's never quite the same. I also do the rib test. Yeah. Right. You know, if, if there's a little bit of meat over the ribs and they've got a nice tuck up at the tummy, a little mm-hmm. bit of a waist, weight's good. So let's talk about that because I think that's a big concept for people to understand. What is the right weight for your dog? You've got to put your hands on them. Yes. Yeah. Whether it's a Don't go by what heavy the back of the bag says. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't I know, know if they have charts for uh, weight and age and breed of dog and what they should weigh because there's too many variables. Oh sure. yeah. And look, poor Riker gets a winter coat. He looks like an Australian version, Australian Shepherd version of an old English sheepdog. Oh yeah. And everybody thinks he's getting chubby in the winter because in the <laughs> summer he tends to get a haircut. But I put my hands on him. I feel his ribs. I feel his waist. He's got a nice little tuck up. Okay, cool. Things are good. So you're going to put your fingers on your dog's rib cage. Mm-hmm. And you're going to press lightly. If lightly, you yeah. Work through the coat, whatever. Mm-hmm. Get down there and press. You should mm-hmm. feel a little bit of fat layer mm-hmm. over the ribs. Right. Now, you can be a little bit more with puppies. Oh, puppies sure. Puppies can be a sure. little chubby. Because they're going to go through growth spurts. They're yeah, going to need sure. that. But an adult dog, you should just lightly feel and feel that there's individual ribs there, not a solid layer of lard. Or not feel the edges of the ribs sticking out. Right. And then most dogs, some more so than others, the sight hounds, of course, have a nice nice tuck up under the tummy. Uh, Doberman pinchers should have a nice tuck up under Mm -hmm. the tummy. But most dogs, the tummy should be up a little bit from the rib cage. A little bit of waist in front of the hips, but again, without the hip bones being prominent. And so to see the waist, stand over your dog, look down from the top onto mm-hmm. their back, mm-hmm. and do you see a little bit of an hourglass? Mm-hmm. It can be harder to see with a lush-coated, heavy-coated dog. And again, your hands. And, but use your hands. You should feel a little mm-hmm. bit around, uh, extending out around the rib cage, and then a tuck in just mm-hmm. before the hips. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some other things that can affect weight, though. And one of them, well, an an old wife's tale is that a spayed female dog and a neutered male are going to get fat. Oh, I know. And I've Mm -hmm. never had that problem. It's still calories. Yeah. Minus Mm -hmm. exercise equals weight. Exactly. Now, that said, and that's very true, hormones can mess things up a little bit. Yes. A female dog, right after she's been spayed, her hormones may go up and down. If a female dog's 
had a false pregnancy, her hormones can go up and down. But rather than causing the dog to get fat, sometimes what happens with the hormones is she may or may not have an appetite. But again, it's still calories in, calories out. Hypothyroidism, an underactive thyroid. That can cause the dog to become lethargic, not want to move around, not want to exercise. Any medical condition, arthritis, as we mentioned, hip problems, sure. mm-hmm. that's going to lower the amount of exercise they right. want to do. The but, adrenal gland, any issues with the adrenal gland, that sort of thing. But we're basically talking about normally healthy dogs. Oh, sure. I just want to make everybody aware of some of the possibilities. Archer, on prednisone. <laughs> oh, man, land shark. <laughs> Land shark garbage disposal. Oh, he thinks his throat's been cut and anything he eats is going right back out on the floor again. It's not hitting his stomach. It's like the prednisone short-circuited the connection between his stomach and his brain. His stomach is not telling his brain he's full. Prednisone can make the dogs extremely hungry. People too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Medications for some diabetes treatments can increase the appetite. So, you know, if you have any concern about those issues, check with your veterinarian. Oh, definitely. Make sure you're not fighting a condition mm-hmm. while you're trying to maintain a wealth, healthy weight with mm-hmm. your puppy dog. And another one to talk to the veterinarian, if you see, uh, if you have an older dog who's gained a lot of weight, especially what appears to be weight in the abdomen, talk to your veterinarian because you want to make sure it's not a heart problem or a kidney problem. Cardiomyopathy causes fluid retention that can make the dog look like he's got a big belly like he's fat but it's really it's water retention so there are some medical issues that you definitely should talk to your veterinarian about and also if your dog gains a lot of weight very rapidly if it's an unexpected weight gain maybe somebody in the family's given him a lot of extra treats or maybe there is something behind it mm-hmm. when he's found a source like the kitty litter box or something uh, outside to get uh, into. Well, like oh. my neighbors, they're rotty. They have a hard time keeping weight off her because she's figured out how to get into the cat box, like cat cage type of thing, but that's where they keep the food for the outside cats. <laughs> so she always she had figured out a way how to get from up, I don't know how, but to the hay and jump. Sasha, I don't know how. I can't believe she's jumping. (laughs) Yeah, she'll do anything to get to that cat food. And of course, cat food is very high fat, Uh so she thinks it's great. Uh Uh-huh. When my (laughs) my husband and I had German Shepherds and we were stationed back in Washington, D.C., we had a house in Virginia. Real nice neighborhood. Our next-door neighbors were absolutely awesome. We loved them to death. The male neighbor, the husband, owned a grocery store. And at the end of the day, he had he liked to bring home the, the leftover lunch meats, the sliced roast beef and ham and cheese, and he brought it home for his family. Well, I noticed after we'd been there a couple months that both our German shepherds were really putting on a lot of weight. <laughs> and I kept accusing Paul of giving the dogs too many treats, and finally he said, look, I'm not giving them any. And I'm cutting back their food, and the do- dogs are still getting fat. Finally, one day, I went to call the dogs inside, and they weren't coming. And I walked out in the backyard, and here's the neighbor. And he must have had five pounds of roast beef in his hand and was feeding the dogs over the fence. Fred! Fred, you can't do that! But they love it as he's still feeding. 
Fred, no, 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 no. Do you notice how fat they're both getting? But they're so happy. Yes. <laughs> and I, I had to actually tell him one quarter pound split between both German shepherds, and that's it. That's all. Well, at least it was a high quality meat. A friend had the same problem, but the neighbor was just throwing like old Roy or milk bones over. over. You know, because, oh, they love it. I want your dogs to like me when I go in the backyard. Well, that's what Fred said. Yeah. 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 And and I wanted to tell him, no, not at all. But somehow, even back then in my 20s, I realized I had to let him do something. Yeah. So I said a quarter pound split between both dogs. And since they were 100-pound German shepherds, they, they could handle that much. But it took me a long time to get that weight back off of. <laughs> so if your dog's gaining weight and you think, well, I'm not feeding him, where could it be? My friend didn't realize that her neighbor was throwing over bones until she was home with a cold one day. Uh-huh. And saw bones come flying over. Bones from the sky. Yes. <laughs> Gee, there's a book by that name. If, if it was bones great. rain from the sky. Yeah. Yes. So anyway. No. So anyway, basically, canine obesity is very much like ours. There can be some medical conditions behind it. Some medications can lead to it, but basically it's calories in and calories burned and a balance of that. And except for butcher shop neighbors and the occasional crazy person throwing biscuits, most of the time the dog doesn't get into the pantry and feed themselves their own food. Right. So it is up to us to pick the right food and the right quantity of it. And try to understand that, yes, food can be love, but so is keeping your dog in a healthy weight. Yeah. <laughs> of, course, of course, I have a hard time with that myself, too. Oh, yeah. So, But I do a much better job with my dogs than I do with me. Yeah, I do, too. No, you guys can't have chocolate. It's not good it's for, for you. you. But I'll have it for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take uh, away the temptation. I'll leave it. On that note, let's look. Everybody stay tuned. We'll let our sponsors have a word. We'll be right back and we'll talk about the opposite problem. So stay tuned. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash world, W-O-R-L-D, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. The world has changed. One in five relationships now begin on an online dating site. And while you never know where things will lead, Match.com has led to more dates, more relationships, and more marriages than any other site. Join today. Pet Life Radio listeners get 25% off the price of a membership. Just go to mevio.match.com and enter the code DOGGY, D-O-G-G-Y. That's M-E-V-I-O dot M-A-T-C-H dot com and enter the code DOGGY to get 25% off Match.com. 
FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code DOGGYDOG at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P dot com. Code word D-O-G-G-Y-D-O-G. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. In the first half of our show, we talked about canine obesity, some of the things that can lead to it, basically what to do about it. Now, let's talk about the other side, and that's dogs who can't gain weight. Now, I have to admit, I've never had a problem with this. All of my dogs have been good eaters, maintained a good weight. Even my German Shepherds were fine, unlike many that we see today. Or mine. <laughs> I hear of a lot of um, Shepherds. They just, well, when Teddy was a teenager, I mean, it was we were afraid that animal control was going to be called on you. I know. The only thing, thank goodness, is lush coat, and you can't see, but you give him a bath, and it goes from a nice fluffy dog to it's like nothing. It's like a greyhound. <laughs> oh yeah, and that dog eats so much, and there's not a darn thing wrong with him. I had tests done because again, could yeah. be something medical. Oh, I remember you had tests run remember? several different times. Yeah, not a darn thing wrong with the dog. Like, can I have some of your metabolism? You <laughs> were telling me one day how many cups of food. I seem to remember you saying eight cups of food. Still eats time. eight. Of a high-quality premium food. Yeah. 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 I I can feed three, four more Aussies with that. (laughs) It was like all of the cells in his body just vibrated a higher pitch. Yeah. And he got his own exercise. Of course, when he relaxes, he'd still be... (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever seen him walk? Yeah. No, he has like one fast walk. Or yeah. he's moving fast, quickly. Does he ever slow down? I haven't seen no. him walk. I've seen him trot. Trot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, I, yeah. that's true. That's I'm not sure I've ever seen Teddy walk. Mm-mm. Yeah, he doesn't do that. No. So, again, if we if we go by the same principle as canine obesity, calories in, calories out, but, <laughs> but a lot of these dogs have such a fast metabolism I don't know if any studies have been done, but I wonder if they're actually metabolizing that food that's going in. You know, how well is it being, the nutrients being absorbed, or is it passing through too quickly? No, that could be. Yeah? Yeah. I just flashed on somebody once, not that they were suggesting anything or anything, but it was a, a diet many years ago, but it wasn't so much a diet and exercise plan, it was like 
Fidgeting can help you lose weight. Oh, I've heard that too, and I've tried it. Sit at my desk and bounce and bounce and bounce. bounce. Well, that's what Teddy does naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Some dogs are fidgeters. It didn't work for me. It's not a natural thing for us to be fidgety. But that was it. Fidget, 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 fidget. And that's how he's always burning. Yeah. Yeah. Constantly. He's always burning calories. He burns in his sleep, too. Whereas other dogs, <laughs> like Walter at the moment, is crashed on your lap, <laughs> sound asleep. Completely relaxed. Oh, he what? says, oh, don't bother I me. I yeah, I'm sure some do just burn it off. They're, they're active and they burn it off. I think with some of the dogs, dog owners that we've talked to in the past, some of them probably don't metabolize their food well because... One thing that goes along with many of these dogs is also soft stools, diarrhea. Mm-hmm. The gastrointestinal tract is moving very fast. I just got an image of the intestinal tract. Fidgeting, fidgeting, yeah. fidgeting. <laughs> I don't have time to absorb these nutrients. Fidget, yeah. fidget, fidget. Uh-huh. Well, probably. <laughs> or or you, if not fidgeting, spasming. You know, the food is not staying in there long enough to be adequately utilized. Move it along, move it along, move it along. Get it out of here. <laughs> And I know some of the research I've done on dogs who won't gain weight, one of the things that can cause it is dogs with gastroenteritis, gastritis, colitis, problems of the large intestine and the bowel in that it's not digesting, or dogs with gluten sensitivities. Oh, yeah, because that puts everything into spasms. Sure. So one of my guesses would be that more fiber would help slow down the fidgeting. Of the intestinal tract, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. That would yeah. be one of my... Calming it, finding the right food. And like Teddy, uh, who's on a really, really good food, it may not be the whole answer, but it might be keeping some weight on him. Yeah. Imagine him on something else. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently gastrointestinal problems are very common with, with dogs who won't put on weight. And then those that get so frantic, they eat so fast, then they throw it back up again. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they eat it back down again. So now they've, they've got a mixture of stomach acids and what they're eating. Mm-hmm. And it's all, their whole system's uh, offline, as it were. Right, right. Another medical issue that, that apparently is quite common is hyperthyroidism, mm-hmm. whereas the dogs with obesity could potentially have hypo, an underactive thyroid, an overactive thyroid can also cause a lack of weight gain <laughs> issues. And I know you've had Teddy tested, and it's not his problem. No. <laughs> I did. I've tried everything. It's just him. But uh, gluten sensitivities are also very common. The dog not being able to handle the glutens in cereal grains. And, of course, we're not, regular listeners know, we're not fond of cereal grains and dog foods anyway for a multitude of reasons, including the pet food recalls back in 2007 in which the gluten was, how shall we say? Tainted. 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 There we go. With melanin to boost the protein levels in the laboratory analysis of the foods. One big problem there. Yeah. Melanin is poisonous. Yeah, mel- yeah, melamine is just is a poisonous. bit of a problem. Yeah, sure. Problem. Yeah, just a tiny mm-hmm. bit. But gluten sensitivities can cause some huge problems. Which is back to the absorption. So they're not really getting the calories. The calories have entered their body, but not their system. Right, right. So they're not really getting calories in. They're eating it, but it's not being metabolized. And then there's the ones that just plain burn it off. <laughs> so, so 
a couple different issues there. So, what can people do? So, how did you handle it with Teddy? Besides eight cups of food a day. <laughs> yeah, and keeping his coat long so nobody can see how skinny he was. <laughs> Keep him off hurry. <laughs> you know, and he's got, you know, his bad lower back and hip issues. and So, being thin is good. I mean, yeah, for him right now, it's good. Basically, we just try to keep him just quiet. It's like, you know, we'll go out, everyone runs around and has their exercise, but he's in the house a lot so that he doesn't. If I, so he's if we not did, pacing. If we left him outside, he'd pace the whole property, the perimeter constantly. Well, that's what so, German Shepherds were supposed to do. Yeah, but he'd be skin and bones. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. We keep him inside, you know, and he, he has, or in a dog run, and when we're home, he gets out and does his exercise, eats his eight cups a day, and nothing is wrong, did all the tests. So you, you have know. to moderate his amount of exercise yeah. in this case. You have to cut it Pretty back much. for him. Yeah. So that it can match Slow him down. the calories going in. And Which I, I had that problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's all start fidgeting. Let's all start fidgeting. I've <laughs> tried that. <laughs> Now, with, with Logan, because he was putting on weight, then we got the puppy. So now Rio and him are running and playing, and he dropped. dropped. So he's got a jogging partner. Yeah, exactly. Well, Kona's blind, so i got to watch his weight. And, you know, <laughs> you know, like my parents came over this weekend and said, you need to just like have a handicap house. <laughs> and the shepherd, i got to slow down. And then the blind dog, we have to keep on leash to run around. <laughs> And then Logan is just Logan. <laughs> Logan. We're, we're all putting odds on Rio hopefully being normal. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. God. Yeah. It's interesting. How about Keely and Benji? Do you have any You know, Keely them? maintains a good weight. She has that little girly figure. But she's and kind of busy too. Yeah. Yeah. But she's not, not overly down. so. No. And yeah. when she settles down, it's she settles and chills and relaxes. Now Ben, I have to watch still short-legged, stubby little dude. Who, Keely and Ben are both Pomeranians. Who would, who could put on weight if I don't watch him? Who would be the roly poly with fur? <laughs> yeah, like a meatball with four sticks. <laughs> a little football rolling. Yeah. So him, yeah, I have to watch, but yet he. He eats less food-wise than I would give Keely. Yeah. It's well, funny see, how that's... some individuals, though, have a, a turn-off apostat. Now, my Roddy Gina, she doesn't, and she's trained my roommate, Virginia, to, you know, she pokes her with a nose, Virginia says, oh, are you hungry, and gets her a treat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walter, my little cocker mix here, drives Virginia crazy because she'll make up a food with the same amount each night that I've told her to make for them. And then give it to him, and some days he'll walk, he'll take a few bites and walk away. That's all he needed for that day. He self-regulates. He <laughs> drives her crazy. I don't have that yeah. self-regulation, and neither do all four of my dogs. <laughs> neither do I. But I don't think he's buried more than a pound since he hit a yeah. maturity. Yeah. Drives her crazy. And she's like, is he sick? Is he sick? And she'll bring out extra treats to try and tempt him. And I'm like, leave him alone. He's regulating. Yeah. Now, see, in my household, Riker would be the first to get fat. Archer would get fat if he could. He loves food. He thinks he starved to death in a previous lifetime. <laughs> and and being on Pred has not made that any prettier. Yeah. Bashir has an awesome appetite. He's never turned his nose up at anything. But, of course, I haven't overfed him either. And he keeps a very, very nice weight. 
Cisco right now is skin and bones. He's not a teddy, but he's also growing, and he's lanky and long-legged yeah, exactly. and long-nosed. And he's in the cultish teenager. Yes, yeah. he's yeah. eight months old, and he's very cult-like. It'll be interesting to see how he grows up. But uh, So none of mine are, have any problems with their appetite at all, but none of them will ever turn their nose up at food either. So... And that's another thing with German Shepherds. I mean, if you, anybody out there has them knows they can be picky eaters. Oh, yeah. Every we hear it we from do, our yeah, students we, all the time. Every time Liz does a book on dog food or dog treats, try it on Teddy. See what he likes. And if Teddy like. likes it, it passes. <laughs> yeah. it, it's no fair picky. testing it with the Aussies because no. they'll eat anything. Exactly. <laughs> But I'll bring him in and we'll test him on Teddy. Teddy likes it. (laughs) You know, like the cereal. Mikey likes it. Mikey likes it. Mikey won't eat anything. So trying to keep weight on Jim and Shepard, picky eaters, and then the littlest thing that changes in their life. Causes, causes soft stools. stools issues. Yeah. It's that gastrointestinal tract. And if you can you overlook all that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> Substance have had, or I haven't had a big issue with it, but if they get it all upset, one of the first things I grab for is plain yogurt with live active cultures. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin. Or pumpkin for I fiber. I always keep some pumpkin in the cupboard, keep some canned pumpkin, not pumpkin pie mix, but okay. just canned pumpkin. In fact, uh, before the holidays this year, I saw a store I went in was having a sale and I must have got two dozen cans. And the clerk looked at me and said, you know this isn't pumpkin pie mix, right? And I said, oh, I know, it's just plain pumpkin. What on earth do you do with all this pumpkin? It's for the dogs. And I think she thought I was giving it to them as dog food. Crazy dog lady. Another one of those crazy dog You know, it was just kind of a, okay. But... Anybody has any digestive issues, I pull out a can of pumpkin. Rice has been the standby for many, many years, and it does work because of the fiber, but it's got more sugar yes. than the pumpkin. So yes. I'll use pumpkin, green beans, or sweet potatoes. Yes. Any of the above. Sweet potatoes fiber. is my second, and I'll just chop some up, throw them in the microwave with a little bit of water, steam them, and sweet potatoes are great too. I do tend to take the skins off the sweet potatoes. Riker's been known to throw the skins back up. Oh, really? Yeah. My other guys don't, but Riker will. Hmm. So I'll, I'll take the potato peeler to him. But the canned pumpkin, having it there ready is always a good one. And then yogurt with the live active cultures. That's a standard. Mm-hmm. I've always got that's that That's to hand. repopulate the good little beasties. In the Helping gut, to break right? down the absorption. Exactly. The, the food for it so it can be absorbed better. Uh-huh. And then the fiber is to slow down the fidgeting of the intestines. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get carried away with analogies. We all know that. And then the all other... I can do is picture these little, you know, like the mucus thing commercial. Oh, the mucinex. Mucinex. Yeah, I'm just thinking something like See, that. I'm little cartoon mu- characters. Millions of little tiny fingers, the little silly on the little, little Pac-Mans. Yeah, yeah. Little Pac-Mans. They're still fidgeting. They're all fidgeting. They're all excited. They're all fidgeting. They can do their job. Oh, I got some yogurt. I got some buddies with me. Cool. Oh, dear. I have fun inside my head. <laughs> Oh, God, there's only room for one in there. <laughs> I was 
trying to figure out how to phrase it. Thank you. Okay, no problem. Did you hear what she said? I did not. She said, okay. On that note, one last thing. If you've got some issues with your dog's weight and you're not quite sure what's going on, don't hesitate to talk to your veterinarian. I know a lot of people sometimes think that the veterinarian's office is just for if your dog is really sick. Mm -mm. But you know what? He or she is there to help you with your dog. And problems with the weight, either too much or too little, can also be a sign that something else is going on. I have to throw in one big thing here, though. Okay. I've talked to many of the person and said, you know, your dog needs to lose some weight. Right. And then, well, my vet says he looks fine. And all I can think of is that our dogs, just like our people, have become chubbier and chubbier as a general populace over the years, and the vets have gotten used Used to to it. it. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And I know that the vet I worked for once said, yeah, I should bring it up, but I'm just happy he's not fatter than he is. True. True. So, say, be realistic with me. That and my comment about the weight loss foods... If your vet recommends one of the prescription weight loss foods, I'm not a veterinarian. I cannot give veterinary advice. However, please feel free to read the label of that weight loss food. If it's full of cereal grains, please do something else. Unless your vet has a really, really good explanation why that particular food is necessary. But like me, I mean, with six dogs, age from, what is he, seven months up to, what, 11-year-old? Mm-hmm. We're all on the same food, but just different quantities. <laughs> like the way you said, we are all. We're all. <laughs> <laughs> they're all. Oh, they're all. We're all. But with different quantities and again, perhaps like some different supplements. Exactly, okay. and adjusting with the needs. That's of another the dog. vet, not the vet I used to work for, and a vet that shall remain nameless, who said finally, "Yes, the reason I recommend the prescription diet foods is because I know these people just emotionally cannot cut back on the quantity. They're no. just not capable of not mm. giving their dog food as love, ah. and so these foods allow them to feed that quantity." at a lower caloric value. And he Unfortunately, does, well, you, then they'll feed him a little more because you're still hungry, aren't you? Yes. Probably. Well, there's enough fiber usually in them to compensate. But unfortunately, to the detriment of the dog's overall yeah. nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I hope we've given you something to think about or more than one thing to think about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or two or three. <laughs> and, you know, if you come back to life in previous lives as a cat, cats can be chubby. They can oh. get away with it. Yeah, for some reason they can. Yeah, but yeah. they don't have the heart problems that dogs just like people do. And if a cat gets sick, they lose weight. So it's nice to have a little reserve on a cat. You want to still be able to see their legs and feet. <laughs> the head somewhere in there. Hey, I've seen it. I've seen it. Zena likes a little bit of weight because that allows her to put a little bit more weight behind that paw when yeah. she pops the puppy across the nose. <laughs> Yes. Right yes. Uppercut that she has. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I, there's, I thought about coming back as a cat because, like, you know, you, then you can just really engorge and have it. Well, and you don't have to go through obedience training. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> well, except for getting your owners trained, you do have to yeah. train the owners. Well, I mean, your owner's not going to take you to class. And no, if, but if, you have to take them yeah. every day. To yes. Them. And uh, <laughs> if they give you too hard a time, you just pee on their pillow. There you go. Yeah. Notice this is It's a Doggy Dog World. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to close it up. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? 
Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com. 